Hey there, everybody. It's Alex McCumbers with Forever Classic Games. Got a little bit of a special from the archive for you. I've been thinking a lot about a retro homage game that really harkens back to the days and the designs of Castlevania II Simon's Quest and The Legend of Zelda II on the NES. And so those games had a lot of really kind of out there ideas that were really cool, but ultimately kind of failed in a lot of different aspects. Well, a game that's trying to kind of redeem that is Infernax by Berserk Studios. Now, I had the chance to hang out with Hunter Bond over at Berserk Studios at PAX West back in September of 2019. So I've kind of had this audio for a while now, and with things being kind of crazy and weird due to the various pandemic situations, and, like, my work schedule has kind of gotten really strange here recently, I did want to put out something for everybody for Monday. So fear not, a lot of little interviews like this are going to be coming out. I'll be writing about this for Marooner's Rock because I was at the event attending as an editor of Marooner's Rock and as co-creator of Forever Classic. So the article will actually be on Marooner's Rock. Infernax is really dope. I got a really cool black metal t-shirt that Hunter designed, and that's been one of my favorite t-shirts that I got at that event. So I hope you enjoy. This is a really cool interview. It's about 10 minutes long. Uh, stay safe. Be sure to wash your hands and make the best out of, if you're stuck at home, you know, reach out to somebody. Play some games with folks. Don't necessarily try to hold yourself up as much as possible. Uh, we have the internet. We can get online. If you want to hang out with us, jump on our Discord. You can find that link in the show notes. And if you do want to send us an email, hit us up at theforeverclassicpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, our main website is foreverclassicgames.com. Stay cool, everybody. All right, man, so before we get started, state your name and what you do for Infernax and Berserk Studio. Uh, I'm Hunter Bond, uh, and I work at Berserk Studio. Primarily, I do our marketing and PR, and then I work under, we have Mike, is kind of, basically functions as our producer, so he's the one who keeps our studio like kind of running with like day in, day out, biz dev and stuff. So I work under him. I've you know helped out with all the small aspects to help like, do the booth. I run our social media. I do our media outreach, things like that. But I also you know help like write like lines in the game and things like that so sort of a misc yeah <laughs> etc the job it is quite the umbrella now i was just playing infernax and this is a definite castlevania sort of inspired project it's got a lot of elements of zelda 2 on the nes how did this idea kind of come together because you guys had previously been known for just shapes and beats uh well what probably actually surprised a lot of people who are seeing infernax here at the show is that Infernax is a lot older than just Shapes and Beats. Oh, wow. Yeah, the project officially started, I think, roughly seven years ago, yeah. and it was kickstarted. Uh, it was just an idea they had like, and thought would be really fun. Successfully kickstarted it, then realized that due to like time constraints and budget constraints, what they were going to be able to deliver, they weren't going to be like happy with. And so instead of like releasing a substandard product, they actually refunded all of our backers. We gave them back all their money except one penny, and oh. we kept that so that they're still technically our backers because everyone who backed it originally is still going to get a free copy of the game when we're done. But this was seven, almost seven years ago. So we just sent out actually an update before the show, letting them know, like, hey, guys, it's it's coming. Like, we're actually doing it. So the reason everyone's always confused when they see Invernax versus Just Shapes and Beats is Just Shapes and Beats is actually kind of the outlier visually for the studio. A lot of our older, like, Flash games from, like, Newgrounds have, like, a more overlapping, like, you know, like, muscly, like, metal, like, lightning. Like, that's very, very Berserk Studio. So, like, this is a return to form. Yeah. What are some of the things that you guys did on Newgrounds back in the day? Because I, I used to kind of haunt that site but way back in the 90s 
You'd have to ask Mike because the list is so long. It's oh, yeah, so yeah. many games. But either way, you cut your teeth on Newgrounds. Yeah, definitely. We still have a really good relationship with them as well. Um, like we, like, I mean, we still get honestly one of the things when I run our social media that's fun is uh, one of the games called Sands of the Coliseum is like still extremely popular, specifically in Mexico. Like. Really? I get okay. so many requests for like currency and game and stuff and like we left a lot of those games online yeah. without any sort like you can't buy anything in them anymore they just function yeah. but yeah the, there are still fans out there they're so passionate about old Berserk games like Berserk Ball was another one Berserk right. Ball and Berserk Ball 2 were both on Newgrounds but also on like mobile and things like that yeah. so yeah the, the list of games that Berserk has made over the years is absolutely ridiculous so back to Infernax you guys are looking at PC first uh, console what do we got going on there so I mean obviously as a studio we love like we're always going to be PC there's never not going to be a PC that'd be really weird if we ever did a not PC but right now we're showing on switch dev kits uh, I think ideally in a perfect world we would be able to simultaneously launch we're, we're ta- you know we're in talks to see if we can get some help publishing it not because we couldn't but because it would be much smoother if we had a partnership so that's going to dictate like first party where we go because like we're also you know our other game is also on PS4 you know it is most likely it'd be great to say we're probably going to go PC switch and then also PS4 at some point as you know budgets and time we're a small team, so that's right. we're always juggling more than one project. So that's usually the concern, not if we want to, as much as, like, how will we do this well? Now, visually, Infernax is definitely kind of inspired by all the NES, but it is, like, NES in its absolute best form, and it's not, like, restricted by that. Right. Well, the goal is to evoke what we're trying to bring the nostalgia and not just nostalgia but like make the the idea of a well done retro game in my mind when you think of something like Blazing Chrome right I don't know if you're familiar but yeah of course but like Blazing Chrome specifically what they do is they brought back a game concept that was great but not perfect and brought modernizations that made it more fun to play so that it's really more the way that you remember it being fun not the way it actually played we're kind of trying to do some of that where like it is still a very difficult challenging platformer but we are going to have modes in it that allow people to play it a little bit more like like assist mode in Celeste is something we all really appreciate and we also appreciate like not talking down to players who decide to use the option of it being a little bit easier for them because then you don't you know accidentally push out people who have accessibility concerns or just people who honestly want to play your game and they find the difficulty challenging like we never want anyone to feel like they're not invited to enjoy what we make so like we want to keep everything retro except that sort of stuff we don't ever want it to be hard to play the game because it's a retro inspired game we want it to be hard because that's fun and challenging and we want everyone who wants to put in some time to be able to play it now there's a mechanic that was showed off early on in one area where you get the the pray and save function for an npc and i went through both paths and it was two completely different outcomes one where the the npc turned into a boss and the other one where the, the main character just smashes his face in and gets it done and over with yeah. to begin with. How meaningful are the rest of the choices going to be? And is there some sort of like end goal? And is it the binary kind of, uh, good, you save them all, you get this, you, you know, how's that working? Yes and no. Um, so those choices are meaningful in the in the long-term play of the game. That's not the only one. Oh, like yeah. that's, yeah, that keeps going. That's a recurring thread. Uh, and it's definitely something that is tracked on the back end okay. for reasons. The TV, TV announced, right? But no, they're, uh, the ending is definitely going to have more shades. Of, like, there isn't just a binary one-two. There's other stuff. And also, even still, like, there are going to be main endings, but you're going to kind of be surprised, I think, what they are. Because it's not your classic, like, win-lose. Yeah, yeah. Not at all. 
No, because this is definitely like a, it's a much darker tone. I mean, your hero is going through fighting all these monsters and the gore effects are fantastic. So how was the development of that? Because I, I used to study a lot of how the Doom guys would kind of do it and they went through all the different like stages with the uh, with the models and you know, that kind of thing. So what was kind of the choice to make things like really hyper gory in the style? It's Berserk Games. Uh, like, you know, our logo is like a Berserk head, like a Berserker logo with like you know, Viking horns like that's always been the studio like we have some other games that we all like when if you look back through their catalog they're always like over the top in like a generally goofy way though right we don't take ourselves very seriously we're well aware that like our logo looks like an 80s metal band which uh we like we're on board for like but we you know try to be accessible in the way that we we embrace that like over the topness but like the gore is there because it's funny like and yeah. also like it's visually interesting and it's something you couldn't have achieved on the original hardware to the degree that we have because like we put in a little more effort where it's not a binary like you're bloody and you're not bloody yeah. there's actually something ticking in the background where it slowly drips off your sprite and eventually you'll be clean yeah. and then and then it can, will re-up so yeah. like yeah the sprite effects especially and i'm fascinated by i want to try and create the marketing is it like dy dynamic pixel gore yeah. like I mean, that's that's a bullet point that I'm like, yes, I need more of that in my life. Do you have any closing thoughts about trying to get people to play it? I mean, when can we expect to have it in our hands? We're really hoping that we can have something that we're happy with, like as a full, complete launch in 2020. So, you know, we're here at PAX West, and like I would love to be showing the released game in 2020 at PAX West. It could be sometime in the middle, maybe a bit later, because like, as I said when you were playing, like the game itself, the back end, the ideas, the level design largely, that stuff is pretty done. We're, we're closer to what I considered to be like a polish phase so that everything feels as good as the demo. The other thing that I really enjoyed, and hopefully this mechanic is really kind of expounded upon, you have an in-game game genie, and there's a, key, a cheat code that gives you a completely different character. Yep. yep. Why and how? Well, A, because we could, yeah. and B, coding. No, uh, we, you know, internally, again, like, you know, we're, we're paying homage to these two, specifically two games, right, more than any, two any others, which is, you nailed it, it's Simon's Quest, Castlevania 2, and Zelda 2, which largely, I think, is an interesting choice in the first place, because I always joke that this is kind of a reclamation project for those two games, which, both of which had really good ideas, and then we're yeah. saddled with a couple of things that were, like, artifacts of their time, or just, like, poor design choices in, like, hindsight, right? Well, we're not saddled with having to carry any of that ord, so what we can take from them is the good stuff and so that kind of thing is like well the whole point of the game is like a love letter to these two games but why not also include a lot of grace notes for things that we just love in like general so like part of it also is that it makes it fun to show in person because i don't think that we plan to like produce a thing necessarily that tells people all of the codes we may only give them to specific news outlets or to people in person at conventions yeah. so that they have to spread organically because i love the idea of it being the classic someone on the playground has to tell you that it Rather even exists game facts and there it is yeah, well, and that's the thing they'll end up there right yeah. but it won't be us that put them there yeah, yeah. You need let people kind of gather them and put them all in there if I, if I can help the game have the urban legend of codes that do things the best part is that odds are it might be true yeah yeah super cool so do you have any closing thoughts for the people that are going to be listening to this I mean I hope that we have something that you can either check out or play online soon that's more like we have a steam page yeah. go please go wishlist us if you're interested that really helps us out uh, you can follow our like our twitter account for our studio it's at Bear Zerk Studio it's B-E-R-Z-E-R-K uh, you can check out our other game right just shapes and beats 
which has been doing really great and we really appreciate like how excited fans have been since our launch like you know about midway last year and but yeah no like just check us out let us know what you think uh, hopefully we meet you at a con if you come out to like a pax or something we're just really excited that everyone who's played it here has had positive feedback and we just hope to keep showing it and like bring it out and like we hope that at the end of all of this people who have no idea what we're trying to emulate and like pay homage to still have fun and the people who do know it's exactly for them that'd be wonderful